All right. Welcome, everyone, to another edition of our weekly Wednesday Lunch and Learn. Uh, every Wednesday, I have the opportunity to get to interview top agents all across the country. And today, I'm delighted to have Hui out of Houston, Texas. So welcome to the show, Hui. Why don't you tell the audience a little bit about yourself? What did you actually do before real estate? Yo, Spencer, nice to meet you. But uh, but yeah, my name is Hui. I'm from Houston, Texas. And uh, Actually, I'm, I'm, I, I don't know. So maybe you can answer this question for me later. You know, I don't know what is special about me that, you know, you picked me for, for this interview, to, to be honest. I have no idea. You know, it just popped out from nowhere. And then it, it'd be something that I do that interested you. So, so let me know about that later. And then maybe we can go all in that. But yeah, um, I've been in real estate for, oh God, um, seven years, um, eight years. You know, but I, I only, you know, started doing full time with EXP, you know, three years ago. So long story short, you know, I get my reset license, you know, I, I start buying rental property, you know, doing landlord investment stuff in in uh, in Houston, Texas, you know, doing that when I was working for Hilly Packer and then I worked for Slumber J for quite a while. And then, you know, three years later when when I met my sponsor and, you know, she showed me and she introduced me into this EXP model. I, uh, I put in my three-week notice to my boss at um, Slumber J and um, I never looked back. Yeah, long story short. <laughs> nice. when, when did you quit that job? Was it three years ago or? Yeah, yeah. I, uh, I actually make a post about that, you know, 2017. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, nice. Three years ago, you know, I saw the model and, you know, I, I scare everybody. But I actually scare my sponsor in the room because, you know, back then, you know, I, I, I get, you know, I, I have a very stable, high-paying full-time job, right? Right. And all of a sudden, after I watch the presentation, you know, I, I come up to the to the presenter and I say, hey, you know, I like this. You know, I'm going to quit my job. And people's like, whoa, 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 you know, hang on, yeah. dude, don't, don't, don't quit. <laughs> but yeah. yeah, so everybody was worried. But, you know, I, I guess, um, you know, uh, it, it, it was, you know, it is an absolutely, you know, good decision. <laughs> um, I'm sure it has been. Like, um, did you actually, so sorry, did you actually do real estate while you were working at the time? Like you did a few investments here and there or what yeah, did you, yeah. okay. So you, it wasn't just cold Turkey in a sense. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, you know, I, I, I get my license, you know, I have a philosophy of, you know, I, I, I eat my own dog food. Right. So, you know, if yeah. I want to, you know, um, um, you know, um, service other investor, other client first, you know, I have to you know, learn how to service myself first. So that's what I do. So I get my license. I don't really know what I'm doing, you know, but, um, you know, I, I, I know that, you know, I, I, I can buy a house, I can rent it out. And I, I just love the idea of investing in real estate. And, and those are in my year um, when I do it part-time before I jump to EXP and do it full-time and help other people, help myself, help my family, help my friend, help other people as well. Interesting. Can you share that uh, journey? Is that where you spend most of your time and focus on, which is uh, kind of for investors buying rental properties? Like how many do you own yourself? Like how many did you do this year as an example too? That'd be great to learn. Yeah. So we, we own quite a few rental, you know, I has been uh, accumulating rental, you know, since, you know, you know, since I'm out of college, since I was 20, 22, 23 years old. Yeah, so that was about you know uh, quite a while back. Um, what, what what was your question again? I'm sorry. Yeah, no, no worries. Yeah, so the question is like, how many have you accumulated yourself right now? Yeah, uh, yeah. So that'll be the first question. Um, quite quite more than a dozen. Um, you know, we we keep all our rental. We didn't sell. You know, we sell a couple. We refinance some, 
Um, but yeah, you know, just uh, I, I believe that every so you know later on when 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 we get into it, you know, I I can tell you the reason why I joined EXP. But I believe you know like every single real estate agent, you know, we need to invest in real estate. Okay, we we need to eat our own dog food. You know, if you tell people yeah. to buy real estate, you need to buy it for yourself first. Yeah, before you go out and sell it to anybody else. I think it's really it's wonderful that actually you have, and that's why I asked that question that you own you know a dozen more than a dozen rentals because there are realtors that don't even own their own house. Like exactly. that makes no oh, sense. You know, like how, how can this be the case? <laughs> like, like you're selling these houses and, and pitching this dream yet. You don't even own yeah. a house. That's you number know, one. Like, it doesn't get me. Yeah. And then number two, like they may not like invest right in themselves yeah. or in this. Cause exactly. you know, they see this opportunity all the time. Uh -huh. um, yet they don't, they don't actually put in the work and become, you know, a landlord and go through it. Yeah. So yeah. It's, it's awesome exactly. to hear that from you now for your for your own clients and your network are you mostly yeah. helping them buy investment property or are they there's also a mix of like their personal property too oh um this, this is a mix of everything so their personal property too you know but um just like anything right i i i don't want to be like the jack of all trade you know yeah. if, if you fall, if you tell people you do every you know how to do everything really you, you don't know how to do anything yeah. so although you know i help people with, with their personal you know real estate as well you know, but I, I would, you know, um, I, I guess I would brand myself as uh, as a guy who really focus on investment property. So, you know, we do flips. You know, we do um, where we do, you know, buy and rent. We do buy and sell. We do buy and flip. It's just uh -huh. you know a lot more um, investment focus. And I don't think we have enough realtor out there that is actually focused on you know investment real estate. So I, I want to be that guy. No, that's awesome. And so you asked the question beginning, why did I reach out? It was because of that reason, like ah, especially, especially, in, especially in the market that you're in, right? Where mm -hmm. um, there's a lot of potential rental opportunities. I mean, Texas in general has a lot of interesting opportunities. And so it's, it's, this is a conversation more of that um, analytical kind of approach of how you determine whether this is a good buy or not. So we'll exactly. go over that, you know, a little bit later, uh -huh. but um so why don't we, why don't you kind of educate people on the local market, um, over the years, right? There's been a, there was a pure that Houston, especially oil was, you know, over a hundred dollars a barrel and, you know, red hot. And obviously over the yeah. last maybe one or two years is it, certainly mm -hmm. oil has dropped much lower. Okay. And now we got, you got hurt, hit by the hurricane. I'm not sure the impact there. So okay. why don't you share a little bit of what has been the dynamics from a economy perspective, but also from a real estate perspective in. Houston over the last okay. several years. Okay. Uh, well, so I, I don't want to toot my own horn, you know, but I believe that's, you know, Houston, you know, I, I think I can send you some article to look at, you know, we are rated at, you know, one of the best city to live in, to invest in, and basically to do business, you know, in, mm -hmm. in, in the next couple of years or so. And I think, you know, this is just me, you know, my opinion, right? And I think because of it is because, you know, our, our job is, we, we have a very strong job economy. You know, first of all, Texas is very business friendly, right? Yeah. So, you know, we don't have any local and we, we don't have any state taxes. You know, the, the, the state of Texas, you know, encourage, you know, business to come here. We are a very landlord friendly state, you know, so that's a key reason, you know. And then, you know, like Houston in, in particular, you know, we have medical, you know, we have, you know, oil and gas, as you mentioned, we, we have refinery. And, you know, it's just, you know, a very strong and diverse business, you know, that I don't see healthcare. You know, all, all, all those, you know, I'm a fan of Tesla. I don't see oil going away anytime soon. 
it's just a super strong, super diverse, you know, um, job economy that is going to support the real estate business. And especially, you know, if you compare um, Houston price, you know, with other city in the in, in in the world or in the U.S., you know, like the Bay Area, San Francisco, you know, our price is like here, you know, compared to everybody else. So it's super affordable to mm. live work here. Yeah, no, very good. So why don't you run through some of the numbers? Like, obviously, the ones in the past look amazing now, given, you know, probably rent has increased. But how uh -huh. much typically does rent increase a year? And then if, you know, tell us, walk us through maybe your most recent rental purchase and kind of run those numbers of what they can expect. Okay. Um, which is considered a good buy in your eyes. Yeah. Um. So what consider a good buy in my eyes, you know, like, so, so let me back it up, right? It, it's each investor they have different investment philosophy so what's right. a good buy for me it's not necessarily it's not necessarily a good buy for 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 one of my clients for example you know we sure. have investment goal you know but i can just tell you from from my example that you know um one of the house that i bought you know um four four or five years ago you know the rent was you know 12 um 1200 right so it's 1600 now you know oh, back wow. then yeah the house, you know, I was able to buy it just directly from the MOS, you know, for, you know, it doesn't need any repair, 90,000 brand new, you know, one story, three single family house, two bedroom, you know, I rented out for 1200, you know, increased over the year, still have my original tenant with me, you know, the market rent is 1600, you know, I give them a break at 1400 and, you know, it's, um, it has been one of my great, um, one of my great investment over the year. Nowadays, it's kind of hard to find those kind of deal. I have to rely a lot on wholesaler, off-market deal. Um, but yeah, uh, deal is still out there. But you just have to look like you know a hundred times harder in order to find them. Yeah, and and the spread is going to be a lot. Uh, 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 the the spread is going to be a lot less, but it still right. work. You know, if you fact, you know, if you know how to do some advanced strategy like the burr, the buy, you know, the buy, the fix, you know, refinance and then repeat. You know, if you burr it. You know, like the house that I stay in right now, if you burn it out, you know, it still work. The numbers mm -hmm. still work, but you have to know what you're doing. Mm -hmm. you, yeah. you mentioned, just a re recap, that was a $90,000 home that rented for $1,200? Yeah. That was, and then, you know, right. way How, back. And what would it be today, like that same for example for $1,400 rent or $1,600 rent, like how much would that cost now? Yeah. So, so let's take the same example, right? That same house, you know, I didn't do any improvement to it, you know, um, you know, I run calm on it, you know, just a couple months ago, the calm is now at 180. Okay. Yeah. So, so it's, now it's, it's a hundred percent return uh, in as fast equity. And then of course the rent come up as well. Right. So from a, um, from a ratio perspective, it's, it's under 1%, but it's still doable. Right? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, it's tight. You, you have to, you know, right now, you know, you don't find deal that doesn't need any repair and you can just, you know, like lease it out. And make the number less than one percent anymore. Mm -hmm. You know, so you have to, you know, just like anything, you know, you have to get more skill as the market develops. So you have to buy, you know, more distressed property. You have to know how to work with people, move them out. Um, you have to re know how to repair, repair it right, and then you have to know how to work with a bank to get it refinanced. So that way, you know, hopefully your goal is that you know the property is going to be uh, infinite return. Got it. And then, so from a location perspective, like what, where is this relative to Houston? Like what city is this oh. in? Oh man, I I have rental all over the place in Houston. You know, this particular house that we just talked about is in south of Houston. It's so, called Pearland area. Pearland, okay. Uh -huh. so, you know, two eighty eight and Bellwood eight. Uh huh. Yeah. 
all over Houston, you know, um, prices increase and especially with COVID right now, you know, low inventory and low interest rate, it pushed the price up even higher, like, you know, like crazy, right. crazy. Yeah. So walk us through a little bit of the geography of what you know of Houston, right? Like for me on, on the outside, I've actually never been to Houston. I, that was definitely a place I want to go. Um, Absolutely. I know that I, I, you hit. <laughs> I know, <laughs> I know the Asian food there is amazing too. I heard that oh, <laughs> like the yeah. Vietnamese food. Um, yeah. so I heard Absolutely. that. Um, but why don't you walk us through like how Houston is laid out in a sense, right? So you have obviously the, the main Houston, right? You have the proper city of Houston and then you have, okay. it's a Metro. So, yeah, so, yeah, so, so, yeah. so I don't know if you're familiar with Dallas. Dallas is another city, you know, but right. uh, in, in Texas, but I believe that, you know, Houston is growing, you know, the way that Dallas is, you know, so it's, it's a multiple metroplex. So you have multiple city, right. you know, in, 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 in a very, you know, um, you have multiple city. So only Houston, but then, you know, you have Sugarland on the bottom and then you have Katy, which is super, super hot right now um, in, on I-10. And then you have Cypress, which is, you know, where I'm at, you know, I'm near Cypress. Uh -huh. And then you have Spring on the on the north, you know, you have Humboldt, which is the, uh, the the airport, the IH airport. You know, you have this, you know, Bay Town. Remember, I messed you up with, you know, the Bay Town when you say you're from the Bay Area. Uh -huh. I thought you were from the Bay Area. <laughs> our refinery. You know, <laughs> the like refinery, the, got it, I see. <laughs> all the, you know, it's, it's power the entire city of Houston. You know, all the refinery job is over there. Oh, wow. And then, you know, you have, you, you have Friendwood uh, over here. And then you have Pearland that we talk about. So Houston is just in the middle, right? Right. And you have all these multiple city around Houston. Right. And you know, and you know, for I I just cannot, you know, like everywhere I go, I see construction. I see crane going up. I see new builder. Uh, you know, it it haven't slowed down a bit since since the um since the uh um, you know since, since the COVID you know since whatever. I haven't seen the city slow down a bit for the past couple of years. Everything really? has been you know, like running, running, running like crazy. Yeah. That is interesting. And so how do people decide like whether they live north, they live east, uh, south, like how do they decide that? Um, obviously it's, it's up to you, right? So for me, you know, so, so let's talk about, you know, my, so, so for me, for example, I, I look for an area with high appreciation. Okay. It's a bet, okay. but it's a good bet. If I'm going to buy a house, I, you know, I just going to place a bet, you know, when in, in an area that is highly appreciated. Okay. So for example, you know, people, you know, I buy in, I buy in Spring Branch right now. You okay. know, this is a, a, like, like the little city in Houston where I'm at because, you know, the price in Spring Branch is just, you know, going up like crazy. Okay. All the people, they, they, they decide to stay in Katy because in Katy, we have a wonderful school district. Okay. You know, all the people might decide to stay in, in Sugar Land because it's, you know, it's close to Milk Tea, it's close to Chinatown. You know, oh. all the people, you know, decide to stay in Cypress because it's close to where they work. So it, it, it's really, it's really up to you, but you know, Houston has been improving so much, you know, I, I, I don't see, uh, um, you know, I, I, I don't see, I, yeah, it's just, you know, it's, it's just multiple reason for, for you to stay. Yeah. Interesting. And so if, if you're for your own personal investing, cause you, uh -huh. since you buy, I mean, more related to where the numbers work per se, but at the same time, a market does go up, you know, um, faster than, than others. Exactly. So, so which areas are you kind of eyeballing or at least narrowing down, uh, given where the market is right now? Like, which cities are you looking at? Like, right, are you talking as far as appreciation or, or what? Let's look up two examples, right? So, appreciation of what you kind of feel like is a great kind of area for that from a you know primary home. 
and yeah. then the other from a rental perspective. Okay. Um, yeah. So from, from a rental perspective, you know, um, so again, everybody have a different philosophy, right? Or, or different yeah. investment style and different skill. You know, I cannot be, you know, I, I, I cannot be investing in a ghetto area because I don't have the skill to deal, you know, with the stuff that going to come up in a ghetto area. Okay. Right, Sunnyside, right. for example, is one of, you know, I'm sorry if, if I say something wrong, but <laughs> Sunnyside is one of the ghetto area, in my opinion, in Houston. Okay. So I don't have the skill to invest there, but I know like a ton of people, they are killing well. it you know because they have the skill to invest in that area right you know right. most of my most of my rental you know my 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 my, my, my sweet spot is in those area with good school district that people want to live in there they want their kids to go to good school but they cannot afford a house over there so so mm. those are, are the spot that I, I that, that, that I pick you know great school district how it's just a little high people cannot afford it you know so if they see a good rental that can work for, for their family you know, you're gonna have a tenant that's gonna stay there for years. Okay, they don't want to leave because you know they pick a good school. You give them, you give them just a little break on 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 the rent. You give them a really nice and safe place to live. You know, um, it's it's I call it a B or B plus area. So so that's you know that's where most of my rental is. You know, I see. B, or B plus area. Yeah, yeah. So rental perspective, and then you say from um, personal appreciation. Yeah, personal. Um, you know, like. Houston area, they, they, they appreciate in, in general. So, so I already told you it, um, spring branch, right. It's one of my favorite, you know, all the people, they make a lot of money in what we call the height. I think the height appreciates so much, you know, in the, in the past couple of years, you know, you, you can eat, you cannot even touch like a piece of land, um, in there anymore because it, it's appreciated so much already. So personally, I think spring branch is coming next. Mm. So that's why I, I, you know, I bought, you know, like this house here in spring branch. Um, but, but let me back it up. Right. Uh, appreciation. It's just a bet. Okay. Yeah. Right. As a real estate investor, you know, you need to learn how to invest with no money. For example, you know, if, if, if you can buy a house and you put no money down, if you can burn it out, it doesn't matter what the market go up, go down, go sideways, crash your house, burn the hurricane blow it away. It doesn't matter. You know, you, 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 you control an asset, you, you control an, an, an asset with, with, with no money down and it's positive cash flow. And for mm -hmm. me, that, that's, that's a win-win, uh, you know, as an investor, as a sophisticated investor, you, you need to learn how to do that. You know? Yeah. It's just, it's just my opinion. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. And what are the prices in spring branch right now? Like what, what can people expect from a single family home, average single family home? Um, it's, uh, it's, it's a wide range. So like this house right here, you know, the appraisal come back at 272,000. Mm -hmm. So you have million dollar house in, in, in spring brand and, uh, you know, you still have neighborhood, you know, which is what I, you know, kind of pick right now, you know, um, it's, it's still under, well under two, 200,000. So wow. it, it's just a big price. And, and that's what I love about real estate. You know, it's, it's very local. It's street yeah. by street. You know, if, if you focus on just an area, you know, you, you can just learn so much about it. Yeah. So, so not even, you know, like I want to focus in Houston, like what area in Houston do you focus on? You know, street by street is different. You know, sometimes if you know the area really well, like this house right here, I kind of push the boundary a little bit. You know, I, I don't have, I'm not sure if it's going to appraise for 272, you know, but I have enough evidence that's going to give it a try and it worked for me. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. So I bought this house for a hundred, right? I put another hundred grand into it. I fix it up. The appraisal come out, you know, unbelievable 272. I can refinance my tune it out and you know, the rest is history. Right. Yeah. Then you yeah. just kind of keep rolling, rolling, yeah. 
right? Exactly. You take your capital out, you know, you put it in the bank or you put it in somewhere else, you know, you just keep repeating it, you know, but you don't spend your capital, you don't lose it. Got it. And for you personally, do you invest or look into multifamily instead and why or why not? Um, well, I would love to, you know, but it's just not something um, I, um, I would love to, but I, I number one, I never done one before. And, you know, the market right now, you know, is, is, is kind of saturated. You know, the cap rate for multifamily is just super low right now. Yeah. So, why, why you know, again, this is just me speaking, right? Why, why would you buy something, you know, give you a return of 4% a year? You might as well stick it in Bitcoin, Bitcoin you know. <laughs> okay. Yeah. 4%, you know, like, come on. <laughs> Interesting. Got it. Yeah. I see. Because at the end of the day, your metric in your case of your, and that's the beauty of, of real estate, right? Like. It's no different in the sense of picking stocks where you have a philosophy, right? Yeah, exactly. Whether it's cash flow, whatever it is, it, it, yeah. it works well for you, right? Uh -huh. you, you mentioned some of you know, the, your colleagues that invest in you know, cheaper areas. It's a mm -hmm. lot more potential maintenance, but if they have a well-run system, they can have even higher cash flow, right? Than you, right? Because that's, exactly. that's all part of that system. Um, or others have, you know, invest in the Bay Area or invest in wherever that appreciates high. And then depending on the time frame and the horizon, exactly. it, it's just different. It's yeah, different. So it's just different. You, yeah. Exactly. So let me give you another example, right? So I think as you can tell right now, I'm a cash flow guy. Okay. Right, right. I don't worry so much about you know equity or appreciation. You know, if it's happened, it's happened. You know, but when, when I buy, it needs to positive cash flow. You know, it needs to give me income every month. That's mm -hmm. that's really what I care about. Mm -hmm. You know, I have a like a great friend, a great investor of mine. He make a bunch of money doing, you know, during his daytime job. Mm -hmm. You know, he doesn't even care if it's if his house gonna cash flow. All he care about is that you know, I get a house, I'm gonna put it on a 15 years mortgage instead of mm -hmm. a 30 year, mm -hmm. and then you know, I I the only thing I need to make sure is my tenant pay off all my mortgage, right? And then, you know, 15 years later, I'm gonna have 10, 20 house for free, free and clear. Right. You know, I can either retire from my job, I can pass it to my kid. As of right now, you know, I don't give a shit about cash flow because I make so much money during in my day job. See, so. Two successful investor, two different spectrum. It yeah, works. yeah, and that's that's the thing. I think and I'm not a tax person, but I think a lot of it has to do with some aspects of taxes too. I believe, yeah, right? yeah, and right. you get you know, yeah. a ton of deduction. You know, if you invest right. in real estate, you know your schedule E, especially if you do it the way that he does. Right, right. You know, it's gonna show it up. It's gonna show up. You know, as a loss on your schedule E, and and that's one reason he invests. You know, he makes so much money in his W two job. That's right. You know, and, and, and the Schedule E just deduct the hell out of his income. So he pay less stock every year. So why the hell not buy more house? Yeah. No, that's exactly what like, I see that happen across the Bay Area too, right? And people make good monies. And the Bay Area will, will rarely, if ever, cash flow. But at the same time, it's just a different lens. Um, exactly. It's just a different whatever you feel is you, is the right kind of model for you. I mean, because... You know, you look at stocks, same example, like you can buy dividend paying stocks, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's, you know, kind of slow and steady. But exactly. then if you bought, you know, Tesla over the last <laughs> few pairs and you can buy infinite rentals right now, right? So, EXPI, man, EXPI. Yeah, right. Yeah, the same with EXPI. <laughs> right. So you have right. these examples, right? There's no cash flow. There's no dividend <laughs> EXPI. But, um, but obviously it would have done phenomenal. So that's just one of the things to be aware of too. Like there's many ways to do it. The only ones that don't make money are the ones that don't do any of them. Right. Mm -hmm. So they just, they just keep it in a bank account and it, yeah. it accrues, you know, 0%. So yep. 
that's kind of how it is. Um, no, no, this has been very helpful. No, thank you so much for sharing all your insights of the local market. And so, um, wh what do you think? Are do you see any? I know you do most on the investment side, um, uh -huh. but from your own kind of rental portfolio or kind of, do you see any people? Any more trends though? Like, are people moving from a? Is a, is your downtown Houston like lively? Are people moving out from it? Like, is there any sort of migration at all? Um. Well, that's an interesting question, um, you know, because um, Houston is, you know, a, a lot of suburb area, right? Right. So I, I, I actually never personally, you know, like saw a house within, you know, like we have a loop called a 610 loop. Okay. You know, I, I don't think I actually ever saw a house in, you know, like buy, help, help people. I, I saw a house in there, you know, I list a house and I get it. So, sure. but I actually, you know, in my past two, three years, I, um, yeah, I, I never actually get, um, a buyer to, to go to buy in a six ten loop. So in my opinion, I think people is just, you know, like moving out of downtown Houston and they go to, you know, you know, area like Katy, like Cypress, Sugarland, you know, it's, it's only 30 minutes to go to downtown. And especially the way with COVID right now, you know, a lot of people realize that, you know, Hey, I don't need to live in downtown anymore. Why spend the time and the money to, you know, to buy something so expensive, you know, versus you could have a mansion in just 30, 30 minutes away. Uh -huh. You know, it's just me. That's that's I see the trend is that you know, these you know, like huge like you know high rise area. Mm -hmm. I, I think it's gonna deflate in 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 uh, as far as you know pricing, and you're gonna see the suburban you know the houses like far away. It's gonna even you know you know become a uh, become harder. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Got it. I guess my last question is out of curiosity. Where are I mean you you mentioned about Baytown, which is where the refineries are. Is that where most of like the oil and gas industry is, or is there other cities along the coast as well? Um, the the the, the Bay Area, the Bay Town, you know, it's just refinery, right? Okay. So it's actually, you know, they the oil they get go there, and then you know, there's a refinery factory over there. But but oil company, you know, we have an Exxon campus, you know, mm -hmm. a very big Exxon campus on on Spring, Texas, on North Forty Five. You know, we have BP on I-10, we have ConocoPhillip, you know, on the west side, you know, the Slumberjay, you know, it's a big company I used to work for, for Slumberjay, you know, they have offices all over the place in, in, in Houston. Is that kind of answer your question? Uh, it, it does. Like, is it, is it, you said the west side, west side of uh, Houston, like the west Houston or just like west kind of? So, so, so you look at Houston, right? And, yeah. and the interstate 45 is kind of divide Houston. Okay. So right, right. On, 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 on the right side of it, you know, it's, it's the Bay Baytown area refinery, you know, and then on the west side is where most of us live. I believe, uh -huh. um, yeah, it's more, it's more like, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's more like computer work. I don't know how to say it. Um, it's like, you know, you do computer on, on, you do work on your computer. Right. Right. Okay. <laughs> yeah. 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 Got it. yeah. 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 Okay. Interesting. Very cool. And then, uh, sorry, I have one more last question, I guess. What about, the, ahead, Galveston? What about the Galveston area? Because I always see a Houston Galveston, right? What what's out what's out there then? Uh Galveston um is, is a beach. So, you know, it's about one hour and yeah, it's a, from from where I'm at, you know, it's about one hour and thirty minutes to go to Galveston. Uh -huh. Um luckily, you know, we, we the, the hurricane didn't hit us. Okay. But uh, but Houston, um but Galveston, um I don't know a lot about the market over there. Uh, but I, I do go there for fun, you know, I, I do go you know, just just like a little um, a local um, vacation um, destination for local people, uh -huh. and you know, Airbnb is doing amazingly well over there, 
And uh, yeah. Got yep. it. Got it. Very cool. Very cool. Well, well, Hui, thank you so much for your insights. It's always nice to learn about <laughs> other markets and, you know, especially yeah. from a, a rental kind of hat. So how can people get a hold of you if they're looking at possible investments uh, or have a conversation? Like what's the best way of people connecting? Um, I guess I have, I can give out, you know, your audience, my cell phone, they can text me, um, call me 281-736-6350. Or, you know, I have a handle, um, I have a handle on Instagram, it's called Cashflow Agent. They can follow me, they can follow me on Instagram at Cashflow Agent. And uh, I can send you the handle on, on Facebook. I have a handle on Facebook as well. Yeah, Wonderful. so I can post it in, 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 uh, in, in a common app this. Okay, cool. Well, thank you so much for uh, for your insights again. And thank you everyone for tuning in to another weekly edition. I will see you at the next one. Bye now. Well, well thank you for reaching out. It was fun. <laughs> awesome. Thank you. All right, see you later. All right, bye now. Thank you so much for making it to the very end of my podcast. If you are tired of renting in the Bay Area, are a homeowner looking to do a trade-up for a bigger home, or are a real estate investor, I would love to connect. Click on the Calendly link and let's set up a time to talk. It's never too early to talk about options and to work out a game plan. I also do have an email newsletter, so sign up on the link in the show notes, or you're welcome to watch all of my content on YouTube. See you at the next one.